Hello folks, I am Josh Campbell and I've got here Jack Penley yet again. Yeah, Jack Penley again, the other host of the Table for Two podcast or Table for Two with a View podcast. A podcast where Jack and I delve into stories rooted in the food world, whether it be about ingredients, chefs, restaurants or culinary revolutions. So it's all good vibes on this podcast, so nothing too serious, but hopefully those of you joining us this episode learned something interesting from us, and I hope you learned something interesting as well. More yeah. quiz knowledge for you all. Yeah, more little nugget of truth that'll maybe a pint. <laughs> that's what that's what it's all about. That pint that you might yeah. get at the end, but you'll be thanking us because you'll have this knowledge at the end. Hey guys, welcome to a table for two with a view. If you just follow me, please, I'll show you to your table. First off, how are you doing today, Jack? How are you doing? Uh, not too great. I got food poisoning yesterday. Ah, do you know what it's from? Yeah, prawns. Oh, <laughs> those prawns will do it. Those prawns will do it. Yeah. So, this episode has got nothing to do with prawns. I've kind of, <laughs> I've kind of stuck with the fruit themed report. And again, it's one, of, it's one that I've heard for years, but never really paid attention to. And now that I've done the research for the podcast, the details I've dug up are, are pretty insane. So we're moving away from citrus, and we're going to be moving towards bananas. So we're going to be talking about bananas. Bananas? That's a, that's a leap and a half right there. Yeah, that's a leap and a half. So it's about the contemporary situation with bananas. So before we start, I kind of... This is something that I was thinking about when I was when I was researching. What's your 1 to 10 rating on bananas, Jack? Oh, so strong 2. I shot you. You're not a big fan of bananas. Not a, not a banana boy. See, that's funny. For me, bananas are like most perfectly rated fruit. They're not overrated and they're not underrated. Like they're just bananas. And I think you're the only person I've met that detests bananas. <laughs> I was in, um, uh, where were we? Croatia on a family holiday. And I gave up my seat for an old lady and in return she gave me this banana. And I ate half of it and then just threw up all over this bus. <laughs> so, so that's why I can't you, you, eat anything that tastes like banana. You don't like banana because of traumatic uh, experiences. But one time I was nice to someone else. <laughs> it backfired immediately. That's really funny. Yeah, that's really funny. So you're the only person I've met that's on the on the spectrum of bananas that like you hate them. But I've never actually met anyone that's you know full on banana fanatic. No. So that's why I think bananas are like, like monkeys. Eh, monkeys, yeah. yeah. But they're the most rated. I think they're 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 a staple. So that's that's my opinion. For me, they're like a, a solid six or seven out of out of ten. It's a bit so high. A bit high for yourself. So before we dive into the banana bread of this banana situation yes. in true table for two fashion, uh, we need to go through the basics of the basics and kind of just remind ourselves what a banana is, because this is insane this there's like some misconceptions of the banana that i that i've always thought were true in my life right. so you, you first the banana then the basic banana first to address is the banana is not botanically a fruit but okay have seed. right it's got seeds though. and then the second and the second the banana is not the banana tree is not botanically a tree so let me explain we're gonna go back to school right we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna go back to biology as we do all the time, right? <laughs> so, right, we're back in class. Jack, lovely to see you actually turned up this time. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> mini reefers in the toilet got too cloudy. Had to <laughs> so, now here's how a banana tree becomes a banana tree, okay? It all starts with a corm. Now, 
A quorum looks pretty much like a bulb, but is fundamentally different because when you look at the cross-section of a bulb, it'll have layers, whereas a quorum is one solid object. Okay? So the quorum is a, is, is a stem and a bulb is basically a layer of leaves. So what we associate as the trunk of the banana tree, it shoots up from the quorum and grows taller and taller while their big fan-like leaves extend from like leaf sheaths that are wrapped around the trunk. Now, I use trunk with air quotes because the trunk is actually a stem. So banana trees aren't trees because nothing consists of wood, right? Right, it sounds like my birth. Right, so the trunk is actually a false stem or a pseudo stem. So, to clarify, banana trees are not trees but are instead considered herbs. Oh. So, <laughs> the banana tree is the largest herbaceous plant in the world. Uh, so what you're saying is basil and bananas are basically the same. I mean, you, you could put them in the same family, but they're actually distant cousins of ginger. Oh, really? Yeah, bananas are distant cousins of ginger. That's mental to me, thinking about that. So Ginger's a root, no? I'm not sure. I didn't really look into it. <laughs> I, I think ginger is a root, but I think it might be because if, when you cut into a ginger, like it's not folded either it's solid which i makes me assume that ginger is basically corn ginger not, is corn yeah, not corn corn with an m ah okay yeah. that's so that's... yeah because i think ginger might be the rhizome of the actual ginger plant because you can get the ginger leaves and stuff like that but anyway that was the first item second item is well technically that was the second item we cleared up banana tree is not a tree once the quorum stops producing leaves, the pseudostem pushes a stalk out from the center that becomes a flowering, fruit-bearing bud called an inflorence, which is also known as a banana heart. And banana hearts are delicious and are extensively used in Southeast Asian cuisine. So in my hometown in, in, in Philippines, in Bicol, Philippines, um, we um, make banana hearts kind of the same as you would do with jackfruit. So it's quite meaty. Right. We do it in um coconut milk and we add chilies so it's basically just kind of like a, a, a nice replacement uh, if you do it with pork and stuff like that so when the influence is fruiting bananas develop from the female flowers and they develop from a single ovary right so when a fruit develops from a single ovary and has multiple seeds like the banana it is considered a berry so botanically bananas are berries but they're also herbs but they're also herbs so <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's confusing, isn't it? <laughs> I, it's one or the other. It's not both. <laughs> so, for that's your that's your first trinket of knowledge from this podcast, folks. If you're if you go to your pub quiz and they ask what is is what is a banana tree a plant? Yes, it is a plant, but it's not a tree. It is a herb, it's and it is also a berry. a berry. And therefore, it's not real. <laughs> therefore, it's not real. It is fake. It's a, it was a, it's a construction of our imagination. So, class over. <laughs> I think I left you more confused. Yeah. More confused than what you start with. <laughs> so, on to the main body of this episode. Now that we've kind of... Now that you know what a banana is in, in reality... I'm going to talk about how the banana as we know it is currently at the risk of extinction and that it isn't actually the first time for this to happen, right? So this is- Any fruit you're describing to me is also going to be extinct. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Right. This is a question for you. What is the name of the species of banana that we eat? Yellow? <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> you're close. It's the Cavendish. <laughs> I mean, Cavendish, yellow, eesh. Give me the point. So, 
The Cavendish banana is a strain of bananas that was developed by a man called Joseph Paxton in Derbyshire, England. And that was in the 19th century. Wait, so this fruit that doesn't exist, that's on the verge of extinction, was created by an Englishman? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, tropical. the tropical fruit banana was created, uh, that we eat currently, the Cavendish banana, is was cultivated by an Englishman in the 19th century. And he was the head gardener at Chatsworth House that was home to the Duke and Duchesses of Devonshire, the Cavendishes. Now, the Cavendish banana didn't exist in our Westerner diets until the 1950s. So, before the 1950s, a completely different type of banana was being mass-produced. And it was exported to Europe and the US, and that banana is it's the, my favourite name, right? That banana is called the Gros Miquel. So the Gros Miquel banana, which translates, or kind of is endearingly also known as Big Mike. Big Mike banana. Big Mike banana. The Big Mike's banana. Yeah, Big Mike's banana. Yeah, okay. So. No innuendos there. No innuendos at all. So, for for, for the intensive purposes of this podcast, we'll be calling it, we'll be calling it the Gros Miquel. So. No the Gros Miquel banana. <laughs> you want me to call it the Big Mike, don't you? <laughs> right, so. Big Mikes Yay. are superior in every way to Cavendishes in terms of flavor and texture, and their their flavor has been described as artificial. As if, the only way I can explain it is, you know how so the flavor of Big Mike's banana is fake. Yeah, so you like you know how that you have the that banana flavor of like sweets and desserts that taste like banana and more. Um, I'll pretend yes because we already established I can't really eat bananas. Oh, but you you know. But even banana sweets, you don't even do that. I don't know what the name of it is, but it's literally those those banana-shaped um, sweets. Um, they're really soft. And um, that's apparently what the Gros Miquel banana, the Big Mike banana, tastes like. So for me, it's like Banana Plus or, or, or Banana Alpha. Alpha banana. <laughs> Alpha banana. Alpha Banana. The Big Mike is the Alpha Banana. Oh yeah. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. So, you might be thinking, if the Gros Mikel Banana is better than what we are eating now, why aren't we selling it in stores anymore? Too expensive. Well, no. It's 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 because they're wiped out. <laughs> it's not that it's not that we can't buy them, it's we can't get them. So Big Mike lost his banana. Yeah, Big Mike lost his banana. So, before I tell you how they got wiped out, I'm going to explain why the species was extremely vulnerable to being wiped out. Okay, so this is a lot more. This is a lot of biology, and um, it took it, it's pretty straightforward. And hopefully, um, I've kind of condensed it down for you. Alright, I'll show you. You're a biomedical bioscience. So the strain of Gross Michael bananas that were commercially exported were virtually clones of each other. Oh, okay. They all had the same weakness. Yeah, so bananas that grow in the wild are really not worth eating because they contain massive seeds inside the flesh. However, upon chance, a banana tree was discovered where the plant was sterile, resulting in tiny seeds and lots of flesh. So basically what we eat now. And this happens due to a malfunction in the banana's breeding process. So modern bananas are what are known as triploids. And triploids are organisms that contain three copies of each of the chromosomes that carry the genes of... Um, the parents. So, uh, as opposed to diploids, uh, diploids like humans that carry one from each parent, therefore two. Okay? Yep. Triploids occur when there's a malfunction uh, in forming sex cells in diploid organisms. Since triploid harbor, uh, since triploids harbor an odd number of chromosomes, they can't be split evenly, 
resulting in a plant that can be kind of that can produce fruit but no seeds. Hence, infertility. Yeah, infertility. So the way that the farmers produce more sterile bananas is by cuttings. So growing tr- new trees by cutting off parts of the rhizome from a mature tree and replanting them. So all bananas are clones. The Clone Wars. It's they're they're literally. They're, they're exactly the same. The banana that you have in Edinburgh is the banana I have over here. They're exactly the same banana. When you say Clone Wars, I'm just kind of picturing this galactic empire of one type of banana versus this robot type of one banana. No, you know the popular franchise <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to metaphor here. <laughs> yeah, you know you know the scene in, um, I think it's in Attack of the Clones where Obi-Wan and sees the, the clones for the first time in Coruscant, uh, not Coruscant, in um, Kamino. Yeah, Kamino, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that all the clones are just dressed as the bananas in pajamas. <laughs> they're just, they're just walking out. Hundred ready to mobilize, and a million more well on the way. <laughs> they're going to peel out of here. <laughs> Enough of the dumb jokes. Back to back to back to the actual podcast. These triploid fruits are great because plants that are identically to each other will be consistent and since growers only cultivate those that grow quickly and produce lots of fruit, they can mass produce them for export, right? Now this is called a monoculture, but it's a, it's a double-edged sword and it's exactly what you said earlier. They have no immunity because they're all the same. So if one catches a disease, they all catch a disease, right? And that's what happened to the gross Mikel Bagantana. Big Mike was wiped out by the Panama disease. So the Panama disease named after the country it was first discovered in, funnily enough, is uh, is caused by a fungus called Fusarium oxysporum cubens, or Fock. Fock. Right? So so Big Mike was destroyed by Fock. When a banana tree, (laughs) I'm not making any of this up, this is legitimate. (laughs) If you're a child, we're very sorry about this. It's too early for you. (laughs) So. When a banana tree detects that it is contaminated by fog, it essentially um, strangles itself to death. So it closes up the channels that funnel water and minerals between the leaves and the roots. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's assumed that it's a vain attempt to limit the spread of the fungus. So tr- when trying to pretty much like create a tourniquet, it kills itself. Oh, so, so it gets one fog and then just kills itself. Yeah, exactly. As a vibe to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> So, fog can be found in a minute amount of soil, and when a plantation becomes contaminated, it can infect the surrounding area for decades. So, during the 1950s, the Gross Mikel plantations were overwhelmed by the Panama disease. Now, in comes the Cavendish banana, right? The Cavendish banana was considered inferior to the Big Mike in terms of flavor and size, and required more tending to when growing. However, it was immune to the Panama disease. So. To avoid facing bankruptcy, it was obvious for banana plantations to scrap the Gros Michel and start cultivating Cavendish for export. Right, makes sense. That's why the Cavendish banana is now your, your fruit ba- in your fruit basket at home. So it, it's unfortunate that bananas we have now don't taste as good, but at least you have something to eat with your porridge or cereal or to add body to your smoothies. Right, so so, so not not all not all is lost, right? No, I mean, well, for you guys, yeah. Yeah, not all is lost. Wrong. Panama Disease 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh no. While the Cavendish was cultivated specifically for its resistance to Panama Disease, scientists believed that a wave of fog would soon take over the Cavendish strain, and it wasn't a case of if, but instead when. 
So, sure enough, Panama disease was found in the 60s, like 10 years afterwards, in a plantation of Cavendishes. What was discovered was that while Cavendishes were resistant to fock that ravaged the Gros Michel, they weren't resistant to a separate strain of fock that was ravaging 80% of other um, tropical banana varieties. Oh, so we've so, to fox strikes back. Yeah, pretty much. The strain that affected the Big Mike was called the Race 1 strain. Race. And the one that was discovered to affect Cavendishes is called Tropical Race 4, or TR4. 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 It, this, to me, for some reason, this story has a lot of intersection with Star Wars in some way. Well, TF4 sounds like... Race uh, 1, Rogue 1, TR4. Sounds like someone's trying to text Transformers, but it's too lazy to actually type out the whole word. <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> so, since its discovery in the 60s, TR4, Panama disease, has ravaged Asian plantations and has recently, in the 21st century, been discovered in South American plantations where most of our export comes from. So, the Cavendish is susceptible to a case of banana déjà vu à la Grosse Michel. Yep. I don't know if my French is correct there. Now, there, there, there are research efforts to discover a way to protect the Cavendish from dying off, uh-huh. and subsequently saving the billion dollar banana industry. What's difficult so far is that there's no chemical method um, that fights against Panama disease. So there's no like pesticide or anything like that. There's nothing that really works. Some scientists have looked towards genetic modification of the monoculture to produce stronger resistant cultivars. So the the problem with doing that, though, is that when you start genetically, when you start genetic, uh, genetically modifying produce, export laws become an issue because uh, the EU has insane export uh, export laws or import laws for GMO. Yeah, 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 uh, for for GMO uh, organisms. So yeah, like that. That's the issue. There you have it. That's the issue. What's happening with bananas right now in 2020? Like on top of everything that's happening, bananas are dying. And if we do try and fix them the scientific way, the, the there's going to be loopholes that has to be jumped through just for us to get a banana in our smoothie. Well, it's almost like the banana isn't worth saving. <laughs> I like. I like. You've got this. It's not. It's not. What, what's the word? It's not uh, fatalistic. It's just realistic. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's like, no, just guess, guess you're just not going to have bananas. But like the problem... Fruit, like pineapple or oranges. You don't need bananas. Just get, just get, just do, just do away with it. But the problem, the problem with it is, it is a billion dollar industry. Oh. Like Ecuador, Bolivia, um, Panama, all the, a lot of South American countries are built on, um, or require, uh, or what's the word? rely heavily on their b- banana export. They're, they're, they're named Banana Republics, not after I thought the, it was a clothes- the shop. Yeah, not after the clothes shop. I believe the clothes shop is named after the actual Banana Republics. Yeah. And like, if, if you look if you look into um, the history of the banana trade, like there was a company called like the United Fruit Company that basically uh, was, it was basically slave trade in, 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 in um, South America because of the working conditions and stuff like that. But since 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 um, bananas are such a massive part of the economy in South America, there's no there's no way that they can just throw away the entire fruit. Uh, the only thing that can really be done is if they figure out something or they do um, genetically modify them to create a stronger strain of Cavendishes that are um, resistant to Panama disease. Panama disease. 
But I don't know if you agree with me here. I know you hate bananas anyway, but wouldn't it, it would be better, in my opinion, if they if they could do it with a Cavendish, it would be better if they just did it with a Gros Mikel. That way, we would the people that do like bananas would have better bananas. Well, if there's some around, yeah, it would work. Well, potentially it could. If there's none of the uh, fox still around, you could just replace it. Yeah, but and then I mean, I'm... there's another thing that can be done is just have a different banana. They've already done it in the 50s. They could just find another banana that's resistant to it. So in Australia, the one banana that's being sold quite well is called the Goldfinger banana. And it's it's on its way to start replacing the Cavendish in the case that it... Um, Hang on, like the Bonville in um, Goldfinger. Yeah, Goldfinger. Got a lot of pop culture references for you today. Yeah, but it's, it's just interesting because I'm sure a lot of people probably don't assume that there's more than one banana because 99% of all bananas that are in stores are Cavendishes and you don't really eat plantains over here mm. so you know, like the banana chips banana chips that you eat the dehydrated banana chips are not made they're not made of Cavendishes they're made of different types of bananas well I have another alternative to this issue and what if we had to stop doing bananas and they just replaced it with other fruits <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like you there is some just don't want bananas available for uh, mass export. <laughs> you just don't want people to have bananas because you don't like them because that little, that old lady on the bus gave you a banana. <laughs> Tried to kill me. <laughs> you, you're like this, <sighs> right? So since we always do this, okay? Yep. What? Is the name of our cultivar a banana, and how is it useless? Uh, the Gros Michel. No. Oh, no, the Cavendish. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. What's the name of R? Because we've got Belle Delphine Citrus, and then we've got um, what is it? Deep Purple or oh, um, oh, our. What's our wow. IPA? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of our IPA is now. <laughs> well, we had a lot of Star Wars mentioned, so we could probably take something from there. Now remember, remember, wild bananas have tons of seeds in them, so they're pretty much it's like trying to eat a pomegranate. So, I think also we should probably just we should make it really short and squat. So instead of like a long, right. yeah. So I'm thinking a very squat banana as opposed to your <laughs> not the long ones you get. Just this really squat, <laughs> short banana. I'm imagining like a cubicle banana, yes. <laughs> like a. <laughs> like <laughs> a banana that's a cube so when you peel it you there's more sides than you need to like instead of just the three you need to peel six sides or something <laughs> and then there's instead of having like no seeds and sterile there's a huge like look at all the avocado stone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right in the middle so you kind of you can see it the sides of the cubes you've just got like these little corners of flesh and that's the whole banana yeah exactly perfect and then we we instead of growing in hands, it's just like one one banana per per, per plant. What are we gonna? What's the name of the banana we're going to be selling it in the table for two store? Well, can we it's call it a horrible banana? Like the Camino banana. Camino. Yeah. Camino banana. Yeah. So uh, those are the three items that we have on the store now, folks. You can go buy them. <laughs> we have like Beldolphine bathwater citrus. We have I don't remember the name of our IPA anymore. But it's like something like deep violet, deep purple, like the band banana, uh, not banana IPA. And then now we've got the Camino banana. So yeah, those items that um that 
that we've come up with uh, the IPA, the citrus, and then now we've got our banana, our Camino banana, are, are going to be available in the store. Yeah, hundred percent. You can get as soon as we get funding it. and the ability to actually genetically modify fruit. Yeah, I mean the IP one we could actually do, but we're yeah. not going to wait. Um, we're not going to wait the amount of time for that. Let's just start a Kickstarter. Give us money to make <laughs> terrible fruit for you. Right. So. Yeah, so back just just on our banana thing, like it's it's quite mental to think again the stories behind everything that we eat. This hundred this this this, this they're they're fascinating. So if you're gonna if, if I think I think the most in, the most interesting thing that you kind of have to take away from this to, uh, for your pub for your pub quiz for next week's pub quiz wherever you're going wherever you're having it, the banana is an herb, and it's a berry. It's not real. It's not real. And it was cultivated in the 1950s after the Big Mike banana um, was wiped out by a fungus by called Fock. Yeah, there you go. That's what you need to take away from from, the, from, the, from this this podcast. This and also oh, the good news that it will be extinct soon. Oh yeah, the Cavendish will be extinct and it will be replaced by the the, the, the Camino. The Camino. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it in your Tesco, uh, your local Tesco, folks. But yeah, yeah. I think I think it's time for us to sign off. We've we've gone through our story and we've created our our fake uh, our fake fruit, soon to be real. Yeah, plus so, good news, bananas will be extinct soon. Yeah, and <laughs> we've established that Jack has a ir- irreversible hatred towards uh, towards the, the the banana crop. So, it's been your hosts. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed it. This is Josh Campbell, Jack Penley, yet again. Yeah, make sure to follow us on all our social medias. Um, we'll have an Instagram and Facebook page. We'll also have a Twitter, and then you can follow us on Spotify and iTunes as well. Uh, so make sure. And Nintendo to... gives me free stuff. <laughs> Why? Shout out to uh, Nintendo out there. <laughs> to, to, to Mario. Nintendo yeah, give me free games. <laughs> not, not sponsored by Nintendo at all. Right, thank you very much, folks. Have a good day. This has been A Table for Two with a View. Right, ciao. Ciao, just a bill. Oh, that's how we yeah. should end the podcast from now on is, can we get the bill, please? Check, please. Check, or please. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> or just snap our fingers. <laughs> Gasson! <laughs>